Hey guys, Joe McCall, REI in your car. Hope you're doing well. I hope you guys like these episodes. I got something cool I want to share with you. <laughs> I don't know if it's cool. It was like I uh, was, I heard somebody talking about. It. Well, it was Peter, um, one of our coaching calls today, and. <laughs> He said, those of you who don't know, it's Peter Vexelman. I've interviewed him. We've done a lot of podcasts together. Brilliant at the basics, you know. And he said something really profound today. And I was like, wow, that is good. And, of course, I didn't tell him that. I can't, don't tell him that I thought anything that he said was good. I can't compliment him. I'm just kidding. <laughs> anyway, um, he said, if, 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 if you, I hope I can phrase this right. I'll try a couple times, see how it goes, okay? But like if we treated real estate investing like a job, like if it was a real job, and so instead of having, let's see, I've already screwed it up. <laughs> if we treated our real estate investing business like it was a job, right, like a normal job, most people would be fired. <laughs> wow. What do you mean by that? And you think about it, that's so true. If you put in the same effort and gave your boss the same kinds of excuses, like coming in late, leaving early, quitting, I mean, complaining, not getting the stuff done that you said to get done, like if you did all that in a real job, you, you would have been fired a long time ago. And so many people, I don't, I don't want to be like a Debbie Downer, but I think about that, I was like, wow, you know, and I th even thought of times in my own business when I was like that, you know, like, man, I'd be a horrible employee, <laughs> you know, um, of course, I am completely unemployable, I, maybe, maybe not actually, I mean, I don't know, I, I, I just thinking the thoughts of being in a cubicle again, working for an employer, it'd make me sick, and I'd probably call in sick so many times they'd fire me, so... But sometimes, you know, like when I, I do work hard, right? But there's times when I'm just lazy and I don't really want to work. And so I don't, well, I guess that's kind of the blessings of being an entrepreneur in a way, right? But for the most part, most people, I think it's all of us included, right? Except maybe a few special of you guys that are just hustle, 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 hustle. But it's like, man, if, if most of us put out the same effort in... Uh, a job like we do in real estate, man, we'd be unemployed, collecting unemployment, and we'd be fired. I remember once I, I worked in construction. I was a, well, for a few summers I worked as, you know, I had a hammer. I swung in hammers and I was a grunt, did a lot of grunt work. But I did build a few things. <laughs> uh, so anyway, that was during summers when I was going to college. But I eventually got a job in engineering and worked for a couple different big companies. And one time they sent me down to a job. I was more like a project engineer, project manager type of guy doing managing big construction projects. Well, once they sent me down to a job in Texas, in Plano, actually working on a school down there. And our boss, who was an executive, working actually at the job site, which is a long story, but man, he was a slave driver. Like, not in a bad way. He was really like on top of things which is crazy because I never had a boss like that before right 
I mean, he was so involved, not as a micromanager, but he just wanted to get this job done. There was a lot of pressure and stress to get this job done, uh, below budget, ahead of schedule. And I had never, I was, it was weird. It was weird for me to have a boss that was so involved with the details, okay? And it's a long story, but he had to be on this position, on this particular job. I mean, he was an executive level vice president, but anyway, long story. Uh, so we would have these meetings, okay? And he kept really good, meticulous meeting minutes. And uh, so every meeting was like, okay, Joe, last week you said you'd do this. Did you get it done yet? No. Why not? Well, I called the guy and left a message and he hasn't called me back yet. Oh, that's like the worst thing you could say to him. That's like the kiss of death. And I didn't know that, you know, until uh, I got chewed out. It was like, what? What is, like, he kept on quoting to me uh, Yoda from, like, try or do. There is no try or something like that, right? <laughs> what is, you guys, oh, I forget what it is. Like, try or try not. Oh, how does that go? It's like Yoda from Star Wars. Star Wars. Well, anyway. Man, that's like the worst thing you could tell this guy. Well, I called him, I tried, and I just I sent him an email. He hasn't responded back yet. I'll send I'll call him again. I'll send another email. No. That's not it. Like what he wants to hear is, well, okay, right after our like 5 milliseconds after our last meeting, I called the guy and I called him every single hour for the next week and um, I couldn't get a hold of him. So I actually went to his office and knocked on his door and barged into his office and got what we needed. That's what he wants to hear. It's like, I thought, man, that was really, I, I learned a lot from him. Like, don't accept no as a, for an answer. And I've actually been, um, in a good way, not like him. <laughs> he was a kind of a mean. I've been more nice. But my team, my assistants know, like, Listen, don't just send an email. Pick up the damn phone and call them and talk to them. Excuse me. I don't cuss that much. So that was a, that was a, uh, that's just kind of like what I've, and I learned from that guy. Like, man, an email is not enough. Uh, even a phone call is not enough. If you're not getting what they promised to give you. And so like we would, we had, we had a bunch of deliveries and things that we were waiting on, right? And uh, so he wanted us to follow up and stay on top of these guys. Like, all right, you said this is what he wants. It's like the, the delivery, the schedule says that these doors or these windows have to be here on this certain day. And guess what? If those doors and windows are late, it's going to affect all this other stuff, which will affect this other stuff, which will affect this other stuff, which will affect the, the date that we've got to be done. So he wanted us to like, be the most obnoxious, annoying, squeaky wheel in all of our subcontractors' ears. Like, these guys, follow up with them. Did you call them? Did you make sure that they're going to, yeah, yeah, they said they were going to deliver it on the 5th. Okay, good. Did you get that in writing? Uh, no. Uh, he just told me, no, got to get it in writing. So he, I, I, he, has, he was a really good manager, even though he was a hard driver, but it was because, like, he wanted you to follow through and do what he asked you to do. If we took that approach for, like, you know, when 
when you're just when you when you call a seller and you get a voicemail and you just quit and give up and you're like oh, I'll just wait till you know see if he calls me back or I sent them the message. No, you gotta like hound them. You gotta be after that seller, right? You gotta be following up consistently. If you get a if you get a deal under contract, you know, you don't just send it to the title company and just wait and sit back and wait to hear from them in a couple three four five weeks. You know, only then to realize ah shoot we didn't get everything we needed they still need this and this and this right you need to stay on top you need to stay in control and any good business is very proactive and not reactive see what this manager was doing was training us to be proactive to stay ahead to find these problems uh, before they became problems you know i remember as a general contractor for these for this company I worked for we were the mainly the JCs the GCs the general contractors or we the we were the engineers or whatever and guess which con subcontractors always got paid first <laughs> the ones who kept on calling me and begging me for to pay them just like a friendly like hey Joe friendly reminder we sent our invoice uh, like five seconds ago and uh, we've not been paid yet just wanted to let you know <laughs> so I get that guy's invoice, man, and I paid his first every time because I didn't want him to call me and bug me, okay? So that's what it takes sometimes in business, and, and you know, we get lazy. I, I, I'm so convinced of that. We get lazy. We quit, you know, too easily. We give up. Uh, we, we, oh, I, I called the guy. I, I sent him an email. Uh, what else do you want me to do? No, it's more than that. You know, you got to call him and hound him and call them and call their assistant, call their secretary, call their mother, call their father, and whatever you can do to get a hold of them to, to get what you need done so you can make money. That's what would makes a good employer. I was just listening to Brian Tracy on Periscope. Can you believe it? Brian Tracy's like, I don't know, he's in his 80s or something, isn't he? And, uh, He's on Periscope doing a video, and he's talking. He's giving advice to college graduates, and it was really good. He was saying, "This is some advice for college graduates." He said, "If um, you want to do well in business, just focus on one thing, and be really, really good at it. And don't think about like how you can be a success. Think about how you can be a good contribution to your employer. So go to your boss and ask him, what can I do to give like the best contribution to the company?' And they'll tell you. And then just focus 100% on that, and just do that." And the second piece of advice was, um, if if uh, ask your boss like for more work, more responsibility, and then when they give you something to do, more responsibility, work as hard as you can, as fast as you can to get that done. Like forget about everything else, just focus on getting that thing done as quick as possible, as fast as possible, like the best possible job, for, and just work all night, all weekend if you have to do it. And uh, you do that enough times, and you're going to find yourself being promoted very, very rapidly and quickly. And you don't have to be really good at 100 things either. Just pick one thing. And he was saying, just pick two hours a day to focus on that one thing that will make the most contribution to your company. Just focus on that two hours a day, 10 hours a week, 40 hours a month. And pretty soon you'll be the best person in your company at whatever that is. And then they'll start giving you new responsibilities and, and, and giving you more uh, greater uh, uh, roles and uh, promotions and things like that. So, you know, while I'm not saying that uh, go out and get a job or, or <laughs> if you aren't doing well in real estate yet, just give up and go get a job. Um, 
But what I'm saying is like, you need to treat your business like a business. Treat your real estate business like a business. And don't be the lazy guy that uh, comes in late, leaves early, complains all the time, um, chit chats, doesn't really work hard, um, just gives it a half-hearted effort, complains. Don't be that guy, you know? I can think of some people I'd like to fire right now. <laughs> Not employees. No, 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 no. Not employees. I'm thinking of like people that, um, yeah, I won't, I won't talk about that. I don't want to, I don't want to complain or be a, a whiner. We need to stop. What's that word? We need to stop being worriers and start being warriors. Did I say that right? We need to stop being worriers and start being warriors. <laughs> something like that. All right. So, uh, good. I hope you guys get something out of that, you know? Just look at your own business. Are you, are you, if you were working at a job, putting in the same effort that you're doing in your real estate business, would you be fired like a long time ago? Then you know, shame on us. Let's 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 change our attitude right now, and let's determine. Let's make this decision that we're going to be the best employee of our own company, or something like that. <laughs> okay. All right, guys. See ya. 